Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is that you are seeing our faces or hearing our voices. Welcome to another episode of the Apple Tech Facts. I'm your host, Josh Lyndon, joined as, always, joined as with me always my brilliant co-host, Mr. Seth Cruz. How you doing today, sir? Doing well. Feeling feeling pretty good today. Feeling pretty good today. Yep. The weather warmed up nicely. It did. Which we needed. The garage was like 50 degrees, which felt absolutely fantastic. Compared to what we've been getting Compared these last to, few yep. days, I'm yep. over Mother Nature and I'm over the cold, so let, let's get spring on the road. Not a lot for you guys today, but still got good con- content nonetheless. May make for a shorter show, but uh, make sure that you guys please go and hit that subscribe button and hit a like, hit a like on all of our videos. Like, subscribe, greatly. and hit the notification bell so you never That's miss right. an episode, right? What this guy just said. So there you go. If you guys want to reach out to us, we can be reached at uh, Instagram at Apple Tech Facts Pod, as well as you can uh, add us on Twitter at Apple Tech Facts. So if you want to get uh, just talk, give us your two cents on topics about anything in the world, or ask a question, text, or, or ask we'll a question, you need help with something. Yep. We're we're here for that. So make Absolutely. sure that you please do that. Uh, getting right into it, and uh, something that I am. Not ex- not not um, it's excited about my okay. myself. All right, all right. But I do know that there is thousands of people in the world that are have been waiting for this. But Apple has finally announced that the standalone Apple Classical Music app is finally ready for launch on March twenty eighth. Why is this significant? Because all of the content or all of the music that is in this app is only music that you're going to hear from the original composer not somebody else arranging it not somebody else's arrangement or playing it or covering it whatever it's the actual artist so you're really going to hear beethoven and bach and all of them Uh, i got more off the top but i can't think of off the top of my head i'll just leave it there but march 28th go to the apple store and you can actually pre-order it Set it to pre-order, so as soon as it becomes available, it'll automatically download. So, recently I was driving an Uber, and I I happened to pick up the maestro for the Lincoln Symphony Orchestra. And he comped me tickets to bring my family and watch them at the Lead Center, which is a, a nice venue to, sure. to watch... It's classical, classical strings and cellos yeah. and timpanis and all that. And it was Star Wars music. Oh, man. Right? It was absolutely fantastic. There were people dressed up in, like, Wookiee costumes oh, and all sorts of stuff. There was a Mandalorian there. And they did play the, the theme song to the Mandalorian. Oh, so cool. I'm just going to say that classical music, e- even yeah, there are contemporaries that are writing music that I, I hope will be in there, yep. right? Um, the, the composer for the music in Wakanda Forever yep. is also the same composer that did the theme song for The Mandalorian. You've got, yep. uh, is it John Williams, I believe, that uh, did the music for a lot of the Star Wars movies. Yep. So there's all these contemporary composers that are making wonderful music and people just haven't realized that they've been exposed to it yep. because they're listening to Taylor Swift and other right. other artists yep. that are much more 
heavily played on our yeah. on our radio stations and, and absolutely our, so anyway yep it was a it was a really neat uh thing to experience and it's not something i would have ever paid to go to myself and i'm so glad that i got the sure. opportunity oh, to that go. was just an amazing yeah. experience Very cool. and you know people that are going to be affected by this that may like you were talking about <laughs> being exposed to it yep gamers especially if you are heavily into the jrpg world i am that nerd nerd alert uh then you'll be exposed to some fantastic music that i'm not going to be surprised if it's in there you know the same person who composed a lot of music for uh for for movies like wakanda forever was also involved in Call of Duty and yeah. lots of other Dude's name games. is Johnny something. I can't remember what it is, but I, he's like this 80s rocker looking guy, wears the Affliction t-shirts, yep. and you would never know that it was never him. Never know. Yeah. So, so anyway, there's just a lot of video games that have big budgets and absolutely yep. hired a Grammy award winning yes. people to compose music. Yeah. And so it'll be, it'll be really it'll, it'll be a good experience. It'll be a great you know, experience. It's also good music if you need to focus on stuff like at work, you know, <laughs> then download it and you don't have to worry about trying to catch a tune to, to learn to, the words. To learn the words. Like yeah. Moving on. It was announced, I think, earlier this year, if not late last year, that AT&T had a data breach. They just released kind of the, uh, the details of that to the public where about 9 million people were affected. Now, as far as what information was captured, all it was was the first name, email address, and phone number. Information that you could mostly likely find in a public database anyway. Nothing too big to worry about, but you're probably good, if you were affected by it, you're probably going to get a notification at some point or email from AT&T letting you know. And also, there may be some... Uh, class action lawsuits stemming from this. I don't know. We at that part hasn't been announced yet, sure. but just it when stuff like this happens on this scale, that's more than likely going to happen. So just be on the lookout. Um, and it does. Hey, it does work. You know, as far as those class action lawsuits are concerned, it's going to take a while. It does take. But a while. do the work as far as finding out if you are affected, and then log that time because you that time is what's going to get you get you get that check and how much you're going to get paid. Okay. I learned that recently. Good. Good uh, to know because I know whether it's AT&T, but T-Mobile and Verizon and all the major carriers have been hit at one time or another. So you're probably affected in some way. And yeah, find out what you need to do to get your $3 check, but it, it, it could be more. And I was like $21. Yeah. And I just got it like a, literally like a year later. Yeah. But it it came and it was and, money I didn't have before. And and the thing that a lot of times you do as a benefit of the class action lawsuits you do get free services is free services and usually some form of credit monitoring yep. that they will provide to you for free. And I will tell you that I've been using or was granted as part of some breach uh, access to maybe I think it was all states identity protection. Sure. And that actually came in really handy. One of the kids, their identity was uh, stolen. Somebody was trying to buy a car from a dealer and we, we found out about it. They were able mm -hmm. to go in and say, hey, that's not me, right? The dealer didn't end up being out the money, the person actually got caught. So 
these services can work. I, I get it. Like you, you, you use your card once while you're on on a trip in Paris, and and Red you know three three place. years later your card number gets stolen and sold. What you can't control that. But the point is, it does work. It does cap capture activity when it's happening, yep. and it can really result in real world benefits to you mm-hmm. or somebody you care about. So yep. it's worth at least looking into it. And absolutely. if it's free, take advantage of it. Absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Moving on uh, for our listeners in Turkey, I know that we have a couple. So shout out to our Turkey listeners. Uh, you guys now have uh, 5G uh, cellular service. So expect your that. Through your iPhone, yes, yeah. not other carriers. I can't, <laughs> I can't speak to other ecosystems. Right, right. But as far as the iPhone is concerned, they turned it on. They, yep. You now they switched the flip. They they, <laughs> they they did flip the switch, and and it just when you when you look at the phone, it just adds a little icon that shows up, and it allows those radios inside of the phone to actually start working. So, yep. yeah, you might have had you might have had a fourteen. And it wasn't connecting at the faster speeds, mm-hmm. and now it now it and now can. it will now it can right. yeah. And most likely it's going to be updated uh, automatically turned on, so you don't have to do anything about it. Best part. Yeah. You may have seen the commercials already, but it is about that time for Apple to release their spring color device uh, with their baseline model, the iPhone. Last year it was like an alpine green, I think. This year, they went to a very bright yellow, um, like a lemon yellow. Uh, so I know that uh, Nikias Molina, shout out to you. I know you were, you loved it, and I'm curious if, if you got it. No, you're not probably watching it, but I'm going to tag you in it anyway, just because I'm such a huge fan. And, and you know, the, the, the color I saw, I don't know if it was MKBHD, did a, a, a comparison of, the, of different things how yellow is the new phone sure and he was like he set a banana next to it the 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 snapchat pixie that never got oh, released yeah. right there were all these different things and he's like pixie. He, he, r.i.p <laughs> pixie i would have bought one of those snapchat so yes anyway i it was just really interesting to me how many different things are yellow but not the same yellow They're that Apple chose. Yep, and they yeah. probably did that on purpose. It's the it's the Apple iPhone yellow. It's nobody else's yellow. Nobody else. There's probably yellow. copyrights or something. Something. I mean, the hue color. Want, yeah, you didn't want to be associated. Not copyrights, but you wouldn't want to be associated with somebody else's product. So snap yellow. Yep. Nope, not going to do that. Nope. Right, and there was uh, no. I don't want to be a banana yellow. So anyway, there was just different colors of yellow it was just amazing to me how many different colors and and i have to agree i probably wouldn't if i was in a store and they presented me with all these colors i'm probably not the person that's going to choose the yellow but i did think that that color was 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 pleasant yes and i i could definitely see where you know in in china it's about Red, right? Red is Red their, is their color. Thing, right. There's got to be a a locale or uh, some research they did that said yellow would be a really good color. 
it's just not me, but I did sure. find that color not off-putting. Right. You know, it didn't turn me away. I was like, oh, yeah. If it just stopped for a second, I will. I will tell you that the green, the alpine green one, kind of turned me off. I didn't like. That. Oh, I love that one. Like, see, yeah, see, see, see. This is how yellow, this works. So. Yellow and green. Yep. So there you go. But anyway, look for that. If yellow is your color, check it out because it is a nice looking phone with that color. And, and there's obvious reasons that they would want to refresh. The 14, right. make it new Taylor. again, yeah, right? Absolutely. Just by introducing a color. But it is available now, though, but, and yeah. that's the nice part. And also, if you want to kind of get a better picture of it and you know you want one, guess what? You can now video chat with an Apple specialist on their website and purchase it uh, that way. So it's just a new, sh a new way, uh, shopping experience. Uh, for you to get your Apple devices that just rolled out, I think, like today or this week sometime. I, I will say I got the opportunity when I was in Hawaii to actually go into the Apple store. And it was awesome because my wife could take her watch, pull it off, and we could try those bands that don't, that they're a loop. Mm, they're right. a solid loop. Yep. Sizing which one and then trying it and going, no, I think it needs to be a little tighter. Sure. Trying on the trying the on the one. next one up. There, there was really no pressure, but they did really want me to use my Apple Card. Oh yeah. Oh, sure. And I said, well, do you have the uh, the Apple Pay Later option? And the guy was like. Well, you can pay over time with your Apple card. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, so you kind you, of baited Do him. you know what Apple Pay Later is? And he says, no. <laughs> okay, that's a problem with Apple. If, uh, if, so you're, if your no. people don't know what Apple Pay Later is, you need to have a program for your, for your in-store specialists to learn yeah, what it is. Especially if you announced it to the public at WWDC last year. And we're already coming up. Now, of course, this guy probably might have been playing dumb because he wanted me to use my Apple card. Could have been. Right. Could have. Right. Maybe because it's not available yet. It's not available, not available yet. yet. And he can't say anything official about it. Correct. So he's got to say, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But Could be. come up with it. Tell your specialist to say something different than I don't know. That's a bad word. In the, in the words of sales, the word the the phrase "I don't know" is a and they have to know. It's that. a deal breaker, and it's also like one of yep. like the cardinal. It, it actually did turn me off uh, from from the purchase, not because he said I don't know, but because it was so heavily. Both times that I've been in recently, I've overheard or been told directly that I should use my Apple Card right. to make a purchase, and I get that that's a great way to do it. But I didn't want to use my Apple Card. Right. And there's really not many hard sales when you're in an Apple store. That felt like it was being pushed. Ah. So that was, it, it kind of, it, it broke the experience a little bit for mm -hmm. me. But that, that's just, go in, experience the Apple yep. store. If you can go try on watch bands, if you can go look at the different things and play with them and try them out. By the way, did you did you know that the reason they put their their screens at the particular angle they do is because it's not a good angle and you'll absolutely want to change it and that tactile that oh, reaching yeah, in that and, and, and adjusting now you're it now you're invested in buying the device because you had to touch it. it so sense. they've thought about even the angle of the monitor screen when you're walking in there. I guarantee you they're thinking about every huh. every different little thing. That makes sense. Actually. Go experience it. It's fantastic. Yep. Just 
you might want to leave your wallet at home. Yeah, we call it, I'm going to call it the <laughs> Apple Challenge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there on, on there. I'm calling it the Apple Store right. Challenge. Go, go, go in there and see if they try to push you to use your, your Apple Card if you have one. I, I want to kind of compare it to the buckle challenge. Yeah, sure. Where you walk in and out of the store and see if, if you get anybody, stopped by the sales associates. We had a, we have a store in the mall that the, the challenge was if you could walk all the way to the back and all, all the way, way back front. out without somebody stopping you to ask you if you need help with anything. It was called the buckle challenge. Yes, <laughs> I knew exactly where you were. Yep, yeah, it, it's a Midwest thing. They're they're based out of Kearney, I think, but. Uh, at least last they're time really I good, really, really good, good really, but but also really good at uh, paying attention to the people that walked into their stores in the mall. Yep. which was why it was a challenge. Yes, exactly. Before there was a TikTok, Be- way before there was a TikTok, <laughs> back when there was fossil watches that were and in swatch watches and swatch watches. <laughs> it, we're dating ourselves. Sorry, guys. Sorry for you younger crowd. We're sorry, but this you is can just Google that later. Yeah, this it's gonna happen from time to time. Uh, next up, Apple released iOS beta 16.4, beta 4 to us uh, developer betas and public beta testers this week, uh, last week, which means that they are very close to the official release or the release candidate. And that will probably come sometime tomorrow for the, the release candidate, which means that within the next two weeks, three weeks at the most, we should be seeing iOS 16.4. So I just kind of, I wanted to kind of give you guys a quick rundown on what you guys should be seeing and be looking out for that may interest you. I'm not gonna go over all of them. Uh, There's a few new uh, emojis out there. Uh, One is a high five emoji, uh, both directions, and another one is a shaking head emoji that has a whole animation uh, to it, Yeah, amongst others. I'm not really huge on on emojis. I use the same like five. So I'll probably use the high five one a lot and the shaking my head one a lot. Uh, Next up, Safari now gives web push notifications. So basically you're going to get a notification on your phone as if the, let's say you had like ESPN app installed and you get a notification on score, you're going to get other notifications like that that would come through on Safari. So you don't necessarily have to have the app installed. Interesting. Um, I've seen it to work. It works. It works great. It's a nice little feature to have, unless you're one of those people that absolutely just hates notifications and you have them all turned off. In which case, you probably are not going to have to worry about it. HomeKit interface gets an update to uh, new standards and not too big of a push because they did the new interface big change on iOS 16.3. Well, I think. It, well, they kept. They didn't, and that was the problem. Is it got removed. They kept talking about adding it, and then it got removed. And so this is the reintroduction of HomeKit. And I will tell you, I had to completely delete and re-add and resync. It was a big process. My garage doors, some of my locks. I even had to take the lock and unscrew it and go through the factory reset on one of them to get it to work again. So I'm just going to say that Yes, it, it was really a good thing that they deleted it and decided sure. to reintroduce it because if if you're having to go through all of that to get your devices to work, the other thing was that what doesn't get talked about a lot, the devices, if they weren't 
on a new enough version of whatever firmware makes HomeKit and those right. devices work together, you had to update your devices. So I had to literally, I have a lot of light switches in my house that are smart. Mm. And I had to go around and update every light switch in the entire house to a new firmware in order to add them back in. And so then what you heard was when I upgraded the home kit on my final device, mm -hmm. all of my light switches can beep and make a noise when they're rebooting. Oh, wow. And the whole house, beep, 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 beep. Now, I will say that once they re-enable HomeKit, the new version and, and people upgrade, when when you tell, when you say that magic phrase and then tell it to do a scene or whatever, so I would say, good night, as an example. And you could literally, if you were watching, you would see in the order that I had added them in the house, all the lights start turning off and the, then the doors would lock, and then the garage door would close, and right, like yeah. it would do things in a particular order. Sure. Now, when you say good night, everything happens all at once. Nice. I like that better because if if one thing's taking longer to complete, it doesn't hold everything else up. Sure. That's 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 a big improvement. So it was a big big deal. But most of the time, you're not gonna have to worry about firmware <laughs> updates. Most of the time. Most of the time. But there are there are gonna be some times when you're gonna have to do some kind of a reset or a reconfiguration but of your device to get it to pull through. I but those times are so rare. Right, and I just suspect that HomeKit is gonna make it easier when they re-release this mm -hmm. because. I'm a power user, and I was struggling a little bit to make it all work. My wife's like, yeah, your smart home isn't so smart, <laughs> is it, Seth? Of course you didn't talk spit. <laughs> I was like, when you're laying in bed, and you can tell it to turn the TV off instead of pressing the remote, don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, right. <laughs> I'm on a much smaller, smaller scale. I have a total of like six <laughs> devices in my home that I control with, with uh, with Siri, so nothing is a big deal to me, especially not at this man's scale. Moving on, uh, we are, are going. You're going to continue to see updates to Apple's uh, recently released crash detection. It it's going to get smarter, so it's going to be a, a lot. Uh, it's going to be a bit more precise to your exact location. If it's within, if it was within a mile, which it was, it's going to be probably within you know a half a mile radius. But we don't know. I don't know at this sure. point. But look for more precise on that and uh, automatic triggers to uh, send those calls out. We have had it uh, successfully work uh, here. Unfortunately, uh, it, it hit the news here, and we've talked about it before, but we know it works, so uh, keep going with that, Apple. I actually listened to the police radio, and I've heard more than once now where the yeah. emergency services comes over the radio to call for, like, let's say, an ambulance, mm. and they will say... Uh, we received a phone call from a passenger's phone. It's a it's the crash detection sure. phone. They actually say that in case the they get out there and the person's like doing push-ups at the side of the road or something, right? Like, right. like in case it's not an actual emergency. But boy, I tell you what, if if nobody's responding to a phone and it's made some noises and goes into that SOS mode, if you've ever accidentally held down the button in your pocket or something. Yep, they're going to call you. I mean, it it's it's loud 
and you're going to react. And if you don't, then I don't, I mean, I, I'm glad that it's not that I'm feeling sorry for, I'm glad that they're rushing to the scene, assuming yeah. it's an emergency. Yep. Or calling you immediately. They and they call do you call back. you immediately. It's they happened will. to me. They will. To they where will. I actually triggered it. And they'll call, they called me immediately. I remember when it happened. So I was like, oh, I'm thankful that. You know. Absolutely. So it's it's a good thing, guys. It's not going to be in your way in any way, shape, or form. Cause it's, You'll it's be glad when you safe. have it. And you probably won't even know it's happened. And there exactly. you go. Yep. Exactly. Uh, next app, if you are a person like myself that uses the Apple native podcast app, you'll see a change where the channels uh, portion of that got moved into your library. So click on the library icon uh, and it'll take you to all of your list of your channels. Not a big change, but something that you'll notice if you're a heavy user like, like myself. And also going along with that into uh, also up, upgraded with Apple CarPlay, uh, something I've noticed with my brand, with my new car. Hey, Go you got me. a new car. It's got Apple, Apple CarPlay. Car it's got Apple so CarPlay in it. New so to the environment. I'm there. new to that environment, but yeah. I am absolutely loving it, and it does have it on there as well. And it just, you know, it syncs wirelessly. You don't have to worry about it or think about it or anything like that. Another upgrade that they did do with the Apple CarPlay app and the podcast app is that they actually have uh, a list of, I think, what I saw three. I haven't seen if you can scroll it yet. But three are like, okay, up next episodes. Yeah. And it may not be the next episode in that same show, but in ones that you're going to be subscribed to that you haven't listened to yet. Right. That it'll automatically I, play. I got to say, the car is where I listen to a podcast. Yes, ditto. Absolutely. Every morning on the way to work, sometimes on the way home. There you go. What kind of day I have. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what yep. kind of music I'm going to yep. play. So. Yep. And this week... Uh, we're going to see, you're going to see more updates to the CarPlay app here as Apple is actually gearing up to announce their big, I don't want to call it overhaul or interface update, but they did, they did tease they, this they did last tease this fall, last right? fall yeah. with, uh, at their last hardware event back in September. It looked so good. We're it's talking CarPlay, but it's like screens, all the way, like all the way across everything. if you have that, yeah, if you have yeah, that kind yeah. of a car. I don't, I don't think, as Apple has not actually announced yet which uh, cars are going to get it, but what we do know at this point is that there are 14 manufacturers that have actually signed off on it and committed to it already. For their next vehicles. Our existing Possibly vehicles the, probably existing, aren't going to yeah, get any updates. It, yeah. I, I just can't I'm see not, that. I'm not expecting to get it. Yay, hooray if I do, but I'm not expecting, expecting to. So probably the 2024 models, as Apple is slated to actually announce which cars and models are going to be getting it here. I, I will tell year. you, if anybody remembers Microsoft Sync for their Ford or, or similar Morgan, vehicle yep. versus any vehicle that had an iPod or, Apple, or early on the Apple CarPlay, even today... What your software on your radio and your car has can can make or break the sale of a new vehicle. Absolutely. If you get in that vehicle and it's got some clunky pile of crap radio, you're like, yeah. I'm, and this is something you could replace, you could upgrade, you could sure. change. But but it is it is one of the major buying decisions of any new vehicle is well what my wife asked me this when we were looking at cars for her. 
well, does it have Apple CarPlay? Because she had used it on mine and she loved it. Yep. So it was like, well, I don't want a car that doesn't have Apple CarPlay. Yep. And I can just tell you that the the Keith thing that they're introducing, where you just could use your watch to yep. unlock your car, you know, and start it, and to the CarPlay all across. The cars that have this are going to sell like gangbusters, in my opinion, yep. compared to vehicles of similar price and features that don't, don't have, have it. it. Absolutely. So if, and I, I don't think this is an example, Honda's on there. Honda's on there. Is Toyota? Toyota is, I didn't see them on there. So, Kia's not on there. So Okay, so Kia and Toyota are, yet. Right, are going to struggle, in my opinion, to sell the same class of car, like a minivan, yep. as Honda will, because Honda's on your list. Absolutely. Now, are you going to pay more for that vehicle? Absolutely. But would you be willing to if if it was just a magical experience when the salesperson gets you in there with your car and it's wireless and it just mm -hmm. works? Yeah. 100% yes. So I just think that, that they are creating... An atmosphere that could sell vehicles, and I and I'm sure that they get some money out of the dealers based on the number of cars they oh, sell or sure. something. Some kind of a form. Something. Kickback. Right, like a licensing fee for these for the software. Right. But I'm going to tell you, it's it's going to be a game changer. If it's anything like what they teased last fall, it's going to be a game changer. Yep, and that includes all instruments are going to be synced to Apple CarPlay too. So your instrument panel. Is also going to be linked to it. Speedometer, tachometer, your, all of your tire pressure sensors, all of that type of stuff is going to be included in that in the Apple CarPlay system. So now, you're literally whenever you leave the house, you're going to be connected to the Apple ecosystem. Is Tesla on there? Pretty much everywhere. No, because they've always been no Apple anything in yep. their cars. Anti Apple everything except is... that Elon went and visited uh, the Apple headquarters and recently, recently actually. and decided that Tim Cook is okay. So I'm just wondering if they're going to bury the hatchet and finally, because I can tell you right now, that would be the car to have Apple CarPlay in. Oh, absolutely, because it's already technology-centric. So, yes, you there's know. so much in that vehicle. Yeah, I imagine and another automaker that's not in there is uh, BMW. Oh, they're on the list. they got to be on the list. Nope. Not on the initial list. Really? And they are always been the technology interesting. Uh technology first car maker. So I'm 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 surprised that they're not on there. Because they did Infinity's that. Infinity's the on lot. there, Jaguar's on there, Mercedes Benz is on there. Okay, Mercedes Porsche, is. Yep. Yeah. Porsche's on there and Audi's on there. So those high end car makers, they are there. It's just that there's gonna be a few stragglers. Well, BMW to, probably wait. wanted to charge somebody a monthly fee and Apple probably didn't want to let them do that. Probably because that's what they do, right? <laughs> Absolutely, it's what they I do. I know it's what they because do. Because their their buyers will pay a monthly fee. Yep. Not so. this guy, though. I'm <laughs> well, happy with the car. That's why we don't have BMWs, yes, right? That's true. This is true. Now, speaking of CarPlay, I did want to share with our listeners and, and viewers that I did try out, as an Uber driver, they now oh, have yeah. an Uber CarPlay feature. And I just wanted to share with you mm, that... For a lot of Uber drivers, this is probably fantastic. But one of the things that Apple strives to do is make any app that you're going to have running through CarPlay 
not be distracting to your driving. And I would say that they have failed there because when you're driving and that map is, which navigation, you would say, well, regular navigation could be distracting too. It's not. No. But maybe because I'm driving and I need to pay attention to to closer to which turns and all this. Your focus. You know, it on, on navigation, it taps at me and tells me to turn right or left so I don't have to look at the screen. That level of integration doesn't exist with the Uber driving uh, navigation app. So I still have to look at the screen to know which way I'm going. And there's lots of things you can't do. But as me personally, I like to have an iPad for my writers to choose their music. Mm -hmm. You can't do that because it's Apple Music plugged in through your phone. Yep. I have a wireless charger. I can't use it because, again, you got to be plugged in, so it's charging through that. Yes, I can do the magnet, but now I'm unplugging and plugging if I'm getting in and out of the car. Don't like that. And lastly was that I like to have either the turn-by-turn -turn directions or sometimes the police radio running in one ear so that I know where the accidents or the ambulances are, different, where the road closures are, right? I can hear that in my ear while they're listening to the music, through my radio. I can't do that with with that because again, once the music's playing through my phone, it cuts off yeah, being yeah. able to use my AirPods. No AirPods will connect my phone or or to my watch or some other device. But it, it just eliminated too many things and there were too many negatives and not enough right. positives. Sure. So I'm excited to see if they maybe uh, you know, improve it. Um, it's the first form of the app. It's really the first release like, yeah. to the public on it. So they're going to get, you guys are going to get a ton of feedback on it or Absolutely. give a lot of feedback it's for just them to a, improve it. So let's see how they get around it. it. Any any app for the, for the car, whether it's ordering food through Panera or some other app, if, if there's a CarPlay version of it, I just would say... Go into it not expecting it to be on in parity with your phone. Your phone's always going to be better. Right. But does it let you pull up and click a button and when you drive up to the drive-thru, is your food ready? Yep. Right? Is it is it does it do what you need it to? And for me, with the Uber app specifically, not with you, it didn't. Not with your experience that you have a specialty for. I do. With Uber, which is not going to be your normal experience, <laughs> by I the way. I got the microphone with the speakers. Exactly. And the you're a whole screen, party right? band. Like, you're a whole party band, you know, <laughs> and, and you have a very specialized crowd that you, yes, that I you do. take care of. That's right. And so that is not going to be for you necessarily until they learn how to separate. Which is it. why I said for most, most Uber, Uber drivers, drivers yes. it would probably be fantastic. Right. But I do think they've got to work on integrating to a watch or some other things to make sure. it less distracting right. while you're driving. Because yeah. I think that's a key reason to throw it away, at least for now, right. and go back to your phone. Because it's a smaller screen. It's not as distracting. Yeah. But give it a try in case you it is for you and it makes your experience as a driver. I'd love to hear if somebody else is using it. As and, an Uber driver. Or, or any CarPlay app. How do you use CarPlay? Yeah. I think that'd be a great question. People can write in the comments. They yeah. can send us a message. How do you use CarPlay? Yeah, I'll throw it out there in the comments and we'll see yeah. what happens. And then maybe we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Who knows? There you go. That's our show for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening and or watching.
See you guys next time.